Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with your daily VRA Investing Podcast. A, a quiet day in the markets today, but a positive day as we staged another smart money hour, last hour of trading rally higher. That's been the pattern here. That's been one of our major VRA bear market playbook uh, signals here, and they continue to be positive, continue to point that this wall of worry move higher. Looks like it wants to keep going higher, at least for the short term. Dow Jones today overcame uh, steep losses overnight, down about 200 points in the futures market to close down just eight points on the day at 24,465. We think it's got a, a magnet on it to about 25,000 on the Dow. That would be a full Fibonacci retrace of 61.8%. Uh, our winner on the day, which is what you want to see if you're bullish, which is NASDAQ. Again, overcoming uh, pretty steep losses during trading today in, in the morning hours to finish up almost a half a percent, closing up 39 points at 9,329. Our leader on the day was the Russell 2000. Again, overcoming losses to close up eight points. And, and the S&P 500 also up a quarter of a percent, up seven points at 2,955. The VR investing system, which has been... Uh, it's been incredibly bearish. The most bearish we've had since we started uh, this about 35 years ago has been upgraded now to four out of 12 screens bullish. I know it doesn't sound great uh, from three of 12 screens bullish. Not a real significant change, but we are noting that uh, significant changes in market leadership are taking place. Of course, we have the NASDAQ above the 200-day moving average. That's been the case for some time. SPY, the uh, S&P 500 uh, ETF, which includes dividends, is now back above its 200-day moving average, and the, and the Dow Jones and, and S&P 500 itself aren't far behind it. So those, those improvements, the improvements in the internals, the tape is improving, and of course the smart money hour has been uh, bullish as well. So we still see this as a bear market rally. The economic fundamentals are terrible, as we know, 38 million Americans newly unemployed, uh, but... Uh, we, we, we do expect some kind of a retest, most likely after investors start to think the worst is behind us. We're not seeing that yet. Still a lot of pessimism in the sentiment surveys. AI sentiment survey at 29% bulls. Again, that was up about 6% of the week. Still heavily bearish, uh, which is, as a contrarian is a buy signal. Same thing in the fear and greed index. It's at 50 uh, that's neutral. Again, well off the lows, but still in neutral ter territory after a, what, 38% move higher. You'd think the sentiment index indicators would start to show more bullishness, not the case. And we're seeing the same thing in fund managers. 68% of fund managers, according to this week's BAML study, uh, believe we, we, this is also a bear market rally and that we're going to have some form of a retest. Uh, cash positions remain very, very high. Uh, according to uh, Tom Lee of Fundstrat, we have more than $5 trillion sitting in money markets right now. So the point being, if you only invest based on sentiment readings, you'd really have no other option but to be bullish. And uh, again, most of us know this now, but the markets are not the economy. Case in point that we pointed out this morning to our clients, over the last 12 weeks, global central banks have added $4.5 trillion in quantitative easing to their balance sheet, debt monetization. During the financial crisis, it took four years from 2008 to 2012 to reach that same total, $4.5 trillion. We've done it now in, in 12 weeks. It's pretty stunning and a pretty serious commitment from global central banks to try to support this economy during coronavirus insanity. Of course, remember that $4.5 trillion in, in global quantitative easing 
from central banks does not include the more than $6 trillion we've seen over the same 12 weeks in global fiscal stimulus directly from governments. And, and finally, to get a little crazy with it, none of that includes the leverage that central banks and governments uh, and, and special purpose vehicles are employing up to seven to one leverage uh, to uh, in, in these international dollar swaps, uh, which has really removed a lot of the pressure from the uh, from the strong dollar that we're seeing. Uh, that, so the leverage is being used in sovereign wealth funds and in global central banks that have already admitted and have for many, many years that they purchased equities. Of course, that's China and Japan, Japan being the largest holder of both equities and debt in Japan. It really is stunning. But through this lens, it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible for global equities and debt not to rise in price. Yes, it's a Frankenstein economy, but this is our new normal, has been for some time. Fighting the Fed is almost an impossible battle to win, so we must continue to participate. Yes, we own physical gold and silver. We recommend it highly. We own the miners. We've been on this bandwagon for a couple of years now, and we own Bitcoin. But FOMO, fear missing out, and Tina, there is no alternative, still very much in play here. Again, the market's climbing a wall of worry, and again, it did it again today. Overnight, we saw the Hang Seng Index down over 5% on news that China is cracking down on Hong Kong. And then uh, you know, our markets were down lower overnight. Uh, and then we opened lower, but again, the rally, this wall of worry move higher continues. We saw it today in our key leadership groups. The semis were up today. The Sox was up uh, uh, almost half, just over half a percent today. Again, semis and tech have been leading the way. The smart money hour has been bullish. The internals have been positive. Oil's been the leader. Even today, oil was down 4% overnight. Actually, just closed down fractionally. Let's talk about our internals here. Let's look under the hood a little bit. Internals across the board positives today, the trifecta, positives in advanced decline, even if slightly so, uh, positives in up-down volume and positives in new 52-week highs and lows. Uh, what stood out to us today was the two-to-one positive volume in NASDAQ and, again, also positive in, up, uh, in advanced decline in NASDAQ as well. So as we go into a long weekend, we're actually looking for this uh, rally, this bear market rally to extend a bit further in the next week before we'll be prepared to start taking some action on the downside as these markets do start hitting extreme overbought le le uh, levels on the VRA investing system. Uh, in, our, um, in our sector watch today, six of our 11 S&P 500 sectors closed higher on the day, led by real estate up 2.2%. Utilities up 1% as, uh, as rates drop lower today. The 10 years at 0.65% now. Our leader on the downside was energy and financials. Again, oil did finish lower on the day, but only slightly so. Let's take a look at our uh, commodity watch here. Oil, again, down 1.3%, 44 cents a barrel at 33.48. Gold continues its march higher up $13 an ounce, recovering some of the shakeout levels from yesterday. Close, uh, trading right now at 17.34 an ounce. Silver just dropped back below 18 after being on one hell of a run. Silver today trading up 1.6%. At $17.64 an ounce. And finally for the day, Bitcoin uh, up $71, trading right now at 9153 Folks, our markets are closed on Monday for Memorial Day. Hope you have a good long weekend. Get outside, get some vitamin D, put this coronavirus insanity behind you if you can, at least for a weekend. And we'll see you back here again Tuesday after the close.